once again welcome to the dot okay that's what i thought play my song uh yo that's what i thought play my song right uh said you tripping play my song right uh that's what i thought play the beat right uh said it tripping out here computer tripping out here yo yo computer tripping out here it's like get them like get them like yo had some tef- technical difficulties real quick but we bounced back because we sick like we don't care what we gotta do all we know is that we gotta make a move said real smooth real nice no matter the cost or the price i'm giving them what they like whether it's the beat or on the mic i'm ready to excite i do it right I does it nice, it's all is tight, let that break, let that, let that break, that break beat, let that break beat drop like, yo, chapstick right there, I ain't got nothing to drink, but it's still all fair, so you know I'm not scared, and you better beware, you standing right there, I'm right here, look at, die cast in the building, I'm ready and willing, uh, yo, that cat, I got the face like I'm about to like spit something crazy. I, I can rhyme though, but it just ain't going right now. But it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Why we get it done? We get it done. Yo, we get it done. Okay, 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 okay. Sound effects in the background. Yeah. Welcome everybody to the DotCast. I am your host. Dot is the name. I am a producer. And I love to make beats. I love to make beat tapes. I love to compose music. Um, That's what I do. I'm a producer. And this is mainly based, this podcast, the DotCast, is mainly based around production. But I also like to throw in, like, you know, my journey and my life in there too. Because those are the three things I know about. My music, my journey, my life. And I'm an only child and I like talking to myself. So I figured maybe I could turn like this talking into myself a podcast. Because I'm very good at talking to myself, being an only child. That's a fact. I'm so good at talking to myself. When I drive in my car, I be talking to myself. Which is good. I, re- I think it's very therapeutic to talk to yourself. And it helps. And I think people don't talk to themselves enough. So my advice, talk to yourself. I don't care if people look at you like you're crazy. They crazy too. So we all crazy. So you might as well talk to yourself, right? Get to know you. That's my message for today. Um, today's episode is brought to you by my beat tape, The Voyager star traveler which is the second series out of my voyager series the star traveler and today's beat was called cosmic breeze yeah so if you like what you heard um you can check out that if you like that that particular beat right there you can check it out on it's streaming everywhere the whole tape is all my not all my stuff is streaming but um a good majority of my stuff is streaming. Dot is the name for words. Or you could also go to my band camp. 
which I have almost all my stuff on there. I will have all of it up soon. Um, but you can go to Bandcamp. That is the name, and listen to uh, almost all of my stuff. <laughs> I got um, uh, I'm just I'm fumbling. I had it like in the beginning. Now I'm all fumbling. Um, what is this? Star Traveler. That's on there. This beat is on. If you like what you heard and you want to listen to more of my production, what I'm just trying to say is you can go check it out on my Bandcamp page. I put my stuff out there for people to listen to and hope they enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Hope you get something out of it. You know what I'm saying? Word. Now, let me stop. And I probably because I ain't got nothing to drink. I'm tripping. Do I got some water over there? Nope. All right. So today, five minutes in, talking about nothing. Um... I wanted to talk about the past and the present as far as my production. I remember one time I wrote this, like, I wrote a comment on um, somebody's IG page. Um, and I was talking about, like, kind of the difference of how I used to make beats and how I make beats now. Um, I could say... When did I start? I probably started when I was 25. For those who don't know, I am 40 years old. I'm one of those 40-year-old producers out here. You know what I'm saying? I did I did an episode about being a 40-year-old producer, and I'm repping. I'm repping. 40, 40, is, 40 ain't the new 20. 40 is the, the now 40. Okay? I like being 40. I want to be 40. So for everybody who got this myth on... Yeah, you old, you trash, you 40 years old, you ain't the... Get out my face, son. Yo, I'm, I got pretty good health, right? So I'm able to move how I want to move. And now I got this knowledge to go with that. Man, listen here. Once you reach 40, that's when things start to unlock. And I feel like you ain't even lived your life yet. You just, you was just playing around. You was just like getting used to it. That's all like, that's all preseason. I'm in the regular season now. You know what I'm saying? Like you, rookie is like 20. And then 30 is like when you get, you like get into the league, you know, whatever, you know, preseason. 30 is like the preseason and when you get into the league. Then 40. Yeah, you on the court. We want more on the court now. Let's go. I'm on the court. But <laughs> so I guess when I started producing, I was about like 25. And now that I'm 40, I've noticed a change in my production, you know, past and the present. So I just kind of wanted to talk. I just kind of wanted I just kind of wanted to talk about my kind of my my transition from past to present so basically i got my notes right um so it started with the ig post and i was i was just writing and then i kind of looked at what i wrote and i was like oh okay maybe i should elaborate on that a little bit a little bit more so i decided to do it here on my podcast the dot cast um so basically i think my production let's talk about my production in the past um it was geared 
more towards okay it basically started from my influences heavily um which is you know i was rizza all day i was premier all day i was um dr dre all day i was you know but actually yeah i could say that i was dr dre all day i was um who else oh eric sermon actually when i did my Mount Rushmore, those were like the four that I named. Um, quick, is it quick disclaimer? At some point, very soon, I'm going to do my top ten producer list. I've been meaning to do that for a while, and I'm going to do it because the top ten turns into like a top twenty, and it's it's very complicated but i'm gonna i'm gonna do that for y'all but anyway i guess i'll kind of stick with those four but those are like my heaviest like heaviest influence when influences when i started producing so in that sense around that time i was making i was also rapping a lot more too so a lot of the stuff that i was making back then was more geared towards beats that you could rap to and i liked it i used to call it like rapid fire rap MCing. so like when you spit like you really spit it's not this calm thing it's not this um you know uh playground you know nursery rhyme type no you got skill and you spit and you actually need like breath control and not like crazy fast, but you know, you really just saying some stuff. So I wanted to keep up with that pace. So I guess like my tempo was was like ninety five ish, you know, like ninety to like ninety five ish, and more like I'd say up tempo rap, nineties rap, I guess. Um, is that golden era? Golden era rap, I guess. For my earlier, uh production which i i just kind of noticed like when i wrote that post like i really did kind of switch i mean i had i used to make beats for my cousins too because they could rap they was nice like four five of them it was all all brothers too it was all nice and um we had like a little crew back in the day and yeah i guess my my style was more based on that era, based off of rapping, and more of a up-tempo, hip-hop-ish type of production, I guess I could say, back in the day. And heavy, heavily influenced off uh, the producers that I was listening to, which I think I heard from somebody, I can't remember who, but they said, you know, when you kind of start off producing, you want to try to emulate um, the producers that you, you know, like the producers that influence you. You kind of want to emulate them a little bit just to get your hand, just to get your, your feet wet, get your hands wet, get your ankles wet. I don't know, <laughs> but just to like get into it because. They're obviously influencing you. And usually when you start, that's kind of what you're kind of going to go towards anyway. Like if you listen to Ninth 
a lot and then you start producing, if he's the reason why you uh, started producing, then when you make beats, it's probably going to be kind of geared towards the sound because that's what your ear is like trained to do. You know, when you start coming up with stuff, your ear is kind of trained a certain way to hear a drum a certain way, to hear a sample a certain way, to hear keys played a certain way because of what your influences are. I hope that made sense. But, but yeah, and that's kind of what I did when I started. I was heavy premiere, especially when I started sampling. Um, boom bap-ish, boom bap. I still, I still mess with that stuff. There's beats that I have, and you could just hear. There's a beat that I got on the chill tape. Can't remember the name. Um, beat that I have on the first chill tape, and it, the drums that I found on machine, like they sound just so close to Premiere. I was actually proud of myself because I, I kind of didn't have that in, intention to make it like that, but my ear, it went in that direction. So that's just kind of how, how it ended up. But yeah, a little rant. Um, so that's my early production. That's the past. Um, now I found when I got older. In the past, I think also too that part of that influence to maybe some was the fact that I was using the equipment I was using, like the older Pro Tools and. The sampler, what's the sampler I had? Uh, Korg Electribe MK2. I had the gold one and the red one because the gold one stopped working. But that, and then I had like two NPCs. I had an NPC 2000 and I still have NPC uh, 2500. So I think that too um, worked, helped influence that style of production that I had back in the day. Not only the influence of the producer, but the influence of the actual equipment that I was using. Analog keyboards and all that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, now, when I get into the present, uh, I keep smacking my lips. I need to stop that. Um, when I get into the present, I, I want to say couple of years back maybe last year no not last year i want to say like two years ago two or three years ago maybe three years ago um i got to the point where i think i actually said out loud i want to make um oh i can't remember the phrase was it grown folks hip-hop i think it was like grown folk hip-hop and what i mean by that i make grown hip-hop i can't remember the exact phrase i want to say it was grown folk hip-hop but i noticed that the the style of production that i was drawn towards at that time i guess you could say style i was my tempo had slowed down i really wasn't doing too much of like the 95 the 90 to 95 tempo i slowed down to like 80 85 in that range you know some 
up to like 90, but I really wouldn't go past 90. And I was like, I like this because it has more of a a, a swing to it, like a, a bop to it, just the, you know, like a, it had more of a, a two-step. I'm making like two-step hip-hop, <laughs> I guess, for like the older the older crowd. Um, but with that, I felt more... I can't know. Okay, I don't want to say more emotion, but a different emotion came with more of a relaxed feel to it, and more not so much of a hard like head nod, but more just like a smooth head nod. Like you know, even even the ones that hit hard. Like I had, uh, I can't think of any like beats right now, but the ones that even like hit hard, I just did it in a slower tempo um as i got older and i just it just progressed to that it wasn't intentional but i also think my ear got older too it kind of reminds me of like i want to say um ninth wonder i feel he has a grown folk hip-hop style two-step type of production and he got he got a lot of a lot. He do got so many beats. Zion, one through six, even. And this is after all the music he already put out. Then he want to put out uh projects with like sixty. I mean, come on, come on. But speaking of that, another thing that influenced that is I made two projects. I got two projects called um Nine Dots, where it's me rapping over Ninth Wonder beats. And at first, I even think I explained this in one of the songs. At first, I really couldn't rhyme over Ninth Wonder Beats, I felt, when I first started listening to his stuff. Because I said, this is kind of too slow for me. I was still stuck on, even when I rapped, I wanted to rap that rapid fire, that 95 tempo style. So then when I took a leap and actually did the... um the two mixtapes or EPs, um, I had to uh, kind of adjust, but it was the music that brought it out because it was a different emotion. And as I got older, I'm like getting older, so I'm aging like with this music, and these beats are kind of fitting my experience experiences now and the things that I want to talk about in my music. So it was a perfect marriage when I decided to rap over those Ninth Wonder beats because I'm getting older and I felt like his music um, brought out the feeling and the emotion of, you know, that grown man. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing. I Now when I produce, I kind of go for emotion. I think um great example of that is the chill tape. Uh, one of my beat tapes that I made called The Chill Tape. And all it is is just a bunch of like chill beats. But the way it came about was I started listening, you know, to the the grown man. I started listening to my production. I just, you know, I had a machine and I just started making when I started making beats on machine. Um, 
I had a collection of beats that were very chill. And, you know, they had like that tempo into it. And then I said, let me just make a beat tape. Let me just, I had probably about 10, 11. Then I said, well, let me just stick with this theme and make something called the chill tape. I mean, it's a little bit of a longer story, but um, that had to do with my uh, style change. And I wanted it to be all chill beats. And they have in a different emotion, a chill type of emotion to it. And it's something that I think you would listen to if you, you wanted to just chill out. That's the route that I'm going to. That's how I live. I live more of a chill lifestyle. I'm not up and running and crazy and moving. I'm I'm I want to chill. You know what I'm saying? I just want to sit down somewhere. Remember how like when you was younger, like you used to run around and then like, you know, the grown-ups be like, just sit down somewhere. Like that's <laughs> that's how I feel right now. I just want to sit down somewhere. I get it, y'all. Mom, dad, aunts, uncles, I, I, I remember, I, I get it now. Just sit down somewhere. That's how I feel. Remember, they used to be like, just, just sit down, sit down somewhere. Um, but you know, that's how I made the chill tape and the chill tape too, and I wanted it to evoke a chill emotion. Facts. Um, also now presently, I try to get more, I think I think more visual with my production. And the reason why is because it's instrumental. I do a lot more instrumentals. I used to produce beats to rap over when I was younger, but now I produce beats. Um, now I produce more instrumentals and I just want people just to listen to uh, to the music, but I also want you to see sounds. I want you to see the sounds that you hear. So I kind of focus on the visual of it. You know, everything that I make now, I can see something. A great example of that is the visuals that I created for a project that I got called uh, Dirty Colors. And I should I should put those up on YouTube. I think I just have them on my IG, but I should put those up on YouTube because I wanted to make that connection. And that's a that's one of my later projects which it goes to show my evolution of production and that I wanted to actually create visuals with the music. So not only in your head you can visualize something but to actually have visuals that go with the music i'm making beats towards visuals instead of making beats towards rappers or people to rap over which is a huge transition but it's what it's what i'm falling in love with right now i love making instrumentals it's more exciting to me to make something that people won't rap over um just because it adds that element to it, that visual element, that seeing sounds element. So check that out. Dirty Colors. It's on Bandcamp. Um, and then, like I said, I think I said my first episode, Freedom. I feel that the music that I listen to sometimes, and I 
also when I say all of this, I also change what also changed past and present is the music that I listen to. I don't listen to as much rap and hip hop as I used to when I was younger. And that's just getting older. I listen to more R&B now. And I listen to more instrumental stuff. You know, Nick, Nicolay stuff. Beat tapes. Or just, you know. Even though I did used to listen to like a lot of instrumental stuff too when I was younger. Because my dad got a lot of records. That was also That was also... A thing I forgot to mention in the past was more of my dad's music um, that influenced too. And that was the stuff that I would sample. So that had an influence too. Um, Now I try to find more. And back in the past, I did more. Here we, I could do this with sampling too, past and present. Back in the, in the past, I used to sample more. Um you know, funk music and, uh, you know, that, that style of music, seventies funk music, seventies. I don't know what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Is it seventies funk music? Yeah. Or seventies soul, seventies funk type music, you know, Ohio players to earth, wind and fire, uh, Michael Jackson, Motown, like all that stuff. I used to sample, Back in the day, and I had a heavy influence on my sampling back in the day. Now, when I sample, I try to find stuff that's not related to that at all. I try to find, like, obscure stuff. Stuff from, like, other countries. Japan, Brazil, or, you know, or even um, spaced out stuff. But just different types of samples. I don't like to sample 70s soul or funk music as much as I did before. Now I try to find obscure different stuff and get different sounds and have a different ear ear have a different ear and turn it into that chill vibe. Yeah. It's my radio voice. Anyway, um but like I said, freedom. Um I feel that when I listen to music Sometimes I go in a trance, which I explained in the first episode. I go in a trance and I feel this feeling of freedom that like I can't can't explain, but nothing can touch me at that point. It's it's the true um I don't want to say this. It's the true feeling of focus, not feeling of focus. But it's true focus, and I should say my my attention. My attention is completely with this music, and nothing else matters. And that's the type of freedom that I get from the music that I listen to now and that I try to create with the music that I make. I want people to go into a trance and just forget about everything, and then once they get snapped back into reality... Um, they have a different outlook. They have a different mood, maybe a happier mood, maybe a more inspired mood, maybe a more thoughtful mood. So, you know, with all these emotions that you try to tap into when you're making music, 
And even just the tempo helps with that too. And it puts you in a different mood. It helps you get in that trance easier. I mean, the frequencies of music, we talking about how the frequencies of music is, is changed. And you can kind of see that with a lot of the craziness that's going on in the world. And when people talk about this stuff, I don't know if people take it as serious as I think it should be taken. Because you can see what the music and the frequency of the music is doing to youth. You can clearly see it. It's like right in our face. You see what they doing and you see what they listening to and you see how it affects. And for me personally, there's certain things that I can't listen to, like my body reacts to it a certain way and it doesn't want to hear it because it's not that frequency. It's not a good frequency as opposed to other things that I hear and I get calm and I'm in a better mood and I feel peaceful and I feel mindful and I feel present. The frequencies in this music is real just forgot i'll let y'all know that but yeah so i guess yeah that's how i want to explain uh my past and my present um how i uh over the years have evolved in my production and it i guess it kind of comes with age um Aging like fine wine over here, even though I don't, I ain't a wine drinker. Aging like fine water over here, like nice spring water be aging. You know what I'm saying? I age like spring water, like that natural spring water. You know what I'm saying? That's how I age, cause I don't drink wine, so I age like spring water. You feel me? You feel me? Aging like spring water over here. You feel me? I'm forty, aging like spring water over here. Fine wine. I don't know if I don't know if the fine wine will get me where I'm at. You know, if I'm drinking wine every day, I'm drinking water every day. You know what I'm saying, son? Facts. You feel me? Okay. But yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> if you happen to like, I am. I'm gonna put these. Uh, episodes on youtube so if you happen to like what you hear you know what i'm saying um then hit the like button you can you can like it because that would be dope hit the like button you can comment on it let me know what you think i like to get i would love to get feedback off of these because then that that will help me um well for one it'll help me communicate because i like to communicate with people i like to talk to people um but also Maybe even I'll get an idea of something, of another thing to talk about. Because that's how this episode started. It was off of a comment that I made and I decided I wanted to elaborate on it a little bit. So comments is always welcome. Likes is always welcome. Shares is always welcome. If you like the content, let me know. You know what I'm saying? This is like therapy for me. And if it's therapy for somebody else, let's get this work. But yeah, um, I'll be done with it. I'm going to let y'all go. Have a wonderful day. Um, take care of yourself. Uh, listen to some slow down music. I, I, I got some music y'all can listen to. Like I said, y'all can go to my band camp. That is the name and kind of get an idea of what I was talking about. Or how, you know, my music is 
change a little bit and how I try to gear it towards people seeing sounds and getting in a trance and finding freedom through music, through beats, through instrumentals and stuff like that. If you want to, you know, get get a taste of what I'm talking about, you know what I'm saying? Hit me up, hit, hit me, hit, hit up my, my band camp, you know what I'm saying? Stuttering. Just hit up the band camp and let, let me know what you think, you know what I'm saying? We all in this together. Plus, producers out there, too, if you got projects that you want me to hear, drop them anywhere. Drop them in the comments or whatever, because like I said, I love to listen to music as well. I mean, it's an even exchange for me, you know, especially especially when I can't, when I get in a funk and I can't make beats, then I love listening and just letting go. That's me just letting go and letting it come back natural, so... So I'm gonna end it right there. Shout out to all the 40 year old and 40 and up producers out there. But uh, yeah, the dot cast signing out. Have a good day. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. Peace.